What's going on, everyone? This is Rich. I'm sitting here with the young boy, Josh Smith, and also Jeremy Donovan. I feel, uh, I feel more like Sick Boy. Sick Boy? Yeah, gimmick change. Yeah, part of the flock. <laughs> <laughs> 1997 WCW. Yeah. yeah, man. So we are here to talk about the NXT TakeOver Philadelphia show. And um, how was it? Uh, I originally botched this and went live on my own timeline instead of going in the group, but that's okay. Uh, it's feeling better this time. It is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like you were saying, like normally you start with like a bad take or something like that. So that was that was a bad, bad take. That was, that was a practice. That was a practice. Make sure we were ready. Yeah, man. So, so what did you guys think about this show? Um, you know, NXT, they never disappoint when it comes to TakeOver since the very first one. And again, I was not disappointed by tonight's show. Um, another solid show from NXT. I thought that it was a great show. Um, you know, some people think that every match on a card needs to be near five stars for the for it to be like blow away, but I don't really think that's the case. As long as you have a great variety, everything is solid and delivers, and storylines progress, and that's what happened on this show. Everything tonight was really, really good. Was it the best takeover of all time? No. But, I mean... We might have saw one of the best takeover matches of all time. Yeah, right. we might have. So, I mean, it was a great great card, great night of wrestling. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of uh, folks throwing out five-star ratings and, uh, you know, such and such. And um, I think, uh, Josh, what did you do? How did you do in your uh, predictions um, I was, on this? I was four out of five tonight. I believe I was the same, Jeremy. I think I was three out of five. Ah, which one? Which two did you get wrong? I got the Shayna Baszler Ember Moon match that wrong. That's everybody. And the yeah. Extreme Rules match. And then I was leaning with uh, Adam Cole on the uh, the Extreme Rules match. I thought the Undisputed Era would help him get the win there. Yo, Baszler. They tried. Baszler basically did win. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So let's who really uh, won? Yeah, yeah, yeah who really won? Uh, All star. She, survi- she survived Baszler, bro. Tonight, so, bro. so, so, who's like um, more of like an evil motherfucker? Shayna Baszler or Tommaso Ciampa at this point? Ciampa, because uh, he looks like he's like dead in his eyes. Ciampa's a psycho killer, bro. <laughs> when he came out, I popped so hard because it was like, oh my god, this motherfucker's evil. Because just like last time when they did the original turn, right. they put the graphic that, you up. Make you think it's, you make you think it's over. And I was like, I'm not turning oh, away from this screen. They got me this time. I know, they got like, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah they got Josh you. like, yeah, it's over. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I was bummed. I was like, oh, they're not going to do it. Look, the graphic came up. Oh, man. I haven't been got like that since, like, SummerSlam 2013 when uh, the confetti came down. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, Brian's safe. The confetti's coming down. <laughs> yes. That, I think that's the first time they really got me like you that. You got got. <laughs> you know what? They did this in WCW as well. If you watch Uncensored 97, they act like they're about to go off the air. And all of a sudden, Sting parachutes down from the top. And then he jumps the NWO by himself. Yes, one man jumped all of them. But uh, let's go to some of these comments. Simon says, NXT restores my faith in wrestling sadly the royal rumble will dash my hopes indefinitely probably they've been doing that for the last like three years in a row though so yeah uh Dion murphy says delete 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 james boyd says motherfuck tomaso champa in all caps <laughs> uh, i think champa doesn't want any of that smoke with james uh Dion also says Shayna is better than cyborg yo i think james could take champa yeah 
I mean, trauma ain't the biggest motherfucker we've ever seen in the world. <laughs> uh, so let's, let's get to it. Um, I, I think we should just start with the main event because I've seen a lot of folks throwing around um, some high, high, high marks. I thought this was, uh, as I mentioned before, one of the best matches in NXT TakeOver history. It's, I it's on the short list of just NXT matches ever. Right, right. Like the best ever. It's on the short list for sure. Right, and, and I'd like to, to um, just say... That anybody out here with this Andrade Cien almost disrespect, how about it now? Disrespect will not, not be, be tolerated. tolerated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I don't watch NXT as often as uh, like I know Jeremy watches it. I know you do from time to time. So I I don't blame people that think that he's like mid card or jobber or like he's not at the level of right. like the Finn Balor's or Nakamura's like no this motherfucker is every bit as good as them if I hadn't seen him in CMLL and New Japan prior to this I would think the same thing mm-hmm. so I get why they feel that way but deep down like I know LaSombra's in there and these last two takeovers are just showing like to the world who three oh yeah 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 because yeah. what the the NXT takeover Brooklyn the Brooklyn match that these two guys had yep. also yeah mm-hmm. so what a fucking trilogy. Also, his match with Roddy at Royal Rumble last year was awesome, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it was. So, um, yeah, like, what it, I went 4.75 on it. Um, I'm probably going to catch some heat uh, for that, but... I didn't think it was five stars. Yeah, I thought it was also 4.75. You see, here's the thing, guys. We watch a lot of wrestling... WWE, New Yo, Japan. You're a hipster. You're a hipster. <laughs> <laughs> we watch a lot of stuff. I was close. It's, I, was, it's I was really so close. Fun. I have a hard time giving anything five stars. I didn't even give Jericho and Omega five stars. I gave that also 4.75. Right. Um, it's just so hard for me to just hand out five nowadays. There's The level of wrestling is so great right now. It's it's really hard for me to just hand out five. Yeah, I don't if, know. if this happened in 1995, right, right, <laughs> right, it'd be it'd be six stars. You know right. what? Uh, I am kind of torn on between four and a half and four and three quarters. But listeners out there, I'm kind of sick right now. I got to do a rewatch. Plus, I'm on that James Boyd status where like I watch this with these two fools, and when you watch it with with a group of people, it's sometimes hard to get like a good uh, reading on how good the match actually was. So. I'll come back, but right now I'm at four and a half. Right now, James said it would have unquestionably been five stars if Gargano had won. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Dion Murphy said, "Let's be real. We are so damn bipolar with our liking of wrestlers. We were talking shit about Rusev last year. And now we have boners for him." I mean, uh, who who's talking shit about Rusev? I'm, not I'm, on this I'm, side. I've always been down with Rusev since he came on a, on a tank at WrestleMania. About it, about it. Uh, I, I haven't always been. Down Dion said we have to grade based upon WWE. I mean, I don't do that. I grade based upon what I'm watching. Right. So, <laughs> I watch so many different things. Everybody gets graded the same, whether yeah. it's WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, TNA, Evolve, Shimmer, Shine. Whatever. Wrestling's wrestling. I'll, I'll say, say this. Tampa Bay I'll Pro say, Wrestling. I'll say this for anybody. Yes, Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. I'll say this. That match was better than the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. What more do you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was. It was. So, um, yeah. You know what? It was. But I didn't think it was better than Jericho Omega. Correct. It was not better than Jericho uh, Better than Jericho versus Omega. Um, I thought it was a phenomenal match. Uh, nice use of Candice LeRae uh, coming in. We called it uh, probably about midway through the match. Like, oh, yeah, she's going to be there to run it with uh, Jumping on Vega. Selena. Yeah. Bag of money, Vega. I, it, I, mean, it, I found it hard to take Candice LeRae like, as a tough guy, personally. But From a whatever. booking standpoint, <laughs> the reason I picked La Sombra, or Almas to win is just because... 
you know, if Gargano wins, he's already got a ready-made feud with Ciampa, but that yep. feud doesn't need the title, so why do that as a title feud yep. and leave Almas in the cold when Almas can win? Then you can book a title shot, you know, at WrestleMania for, for whoever. whoever. And then you've also got Gargano and Ciampa. So you've got two main events essentially built in going into re- April. So, I mean, that makes more sense to me. And you've got, like, a champion, like a six, like a four- to six-month champion at that point. Yeah, yeah, and whoever wins between Gargano and Ciampa is probably going to go and get the title shot at Brooklyn. Yeah. Most likely. So, I mean, it, that's... I just wish there was a way for them to stretch uh, Gargano versus Ciampa out to Brooklyn. But well, they probably will. They'll probably do two matches. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they'll do it. They'll, they'll probably a, do a, a trilogy. That's a big feud. Yeah. So they'll probably... You're right. They probably will end up doing... I bet you they do, like, two of them and maybe the third one on NXT. Right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they might pull, like, a Cam, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Like, one of their matches was, like, a, like a non-finish or something like that. Or, like, a quick finish. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they'll find a way to stretch it out. Yeah. Um, that main event was great. That main event was awesome. And um, a couple comments. Michael Grimes says, uh, or Dion Murphy says, different styles. Um, Michael Grimes says, Raw and SmackDown should be where NXT is, and NXT should be the main roster. I get bored as hell with the main roster. NXT is a great show week to week. It's you amazing are, what an hour of television can do. Right? You're absolutely right, Michael Grimes. NXT is the best weekly produced wrestling show that WWE puts out. And I feel like it's underrated. A lot of people, they complain about the three-hour Raws and the two-hour SmackDowns and the inconsistent storylines. Yet, WWE has the golden product right here for you. NXT every week an hour, and yet nobody watches it. Bro, NXT is the best, not just television show that WWE's producing. It's the best wrestling television show out there. With the drop-off of Lucha Underground and then, like, TNA and Ring of Honor, even though they're both doing okay. I mean, it's it's a better program than they are and overseas. I mean, it's not like New Japan's putting out a weekly show or anything. So right. I mean, it's the best. Last week, you had Gargano and uh, Velveteen Dream. You've had Gargano yeah. and Hero before. Uh, Roderick Strong and Alma. They've been Roderick on fire Strong on TV lately. McIntyre. Dun- Dunn and Bate. Dunn and Bate. You had the last woman standing earlier this year. There Ro- are Roderick Strong and uh, freaking McIntyre. Right. Roderick Strong and Bobby Roode. You, they do big matches on TV, and I told this to Josh earlier. Like you're guaranteed at least one pretty good match mm-hmm. on NXT TV every week. Dion Murphy says, and this is funny based on what you said during the show. He said, um, "Josh, he said Macho Man and Elizabeth equal Gargano and Candice." Yeah, because I was saying that sometimes Gargano's hair gets kind of crazy, and he's got a bald spot in the back, and he's great at selling the leg, just like Macho. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Dion says we need call-ins to this show so we can have debates. Um, we're yeah, we're just on the Facebook Live thing, so I'm not sure how I can get you on Dion, and I don't have my speaker set up with me, but we will be making that happen in the future. Debate what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> James says because feuds shouldn't be bigger than the belt. I don't remember the context when we said that, James. So I can't I tell he, if you're being. Facetious. He's talking about me he's saying that I didn't think that that feud needed the belt. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I mean, I, hey, if. I'm not saying that it couldn't have the belt involved in it. I'm just saying that business-wise, they can have two storylines instead of just one. Right, you can have right. Two big feuds. It's, a, it's like why put the belt on like <laughs> like the belt in the part-timer storyline. Right, when you can do like the belt, you can do the part-timers. Like you can have just more Multiple, real estate. Right. Um, James said uh, James, because James. it would mean a six-hour of weekly WWE TV. No matter how good it is, it's a really tough ask. I remember floating this out before. I was like. <laughs> 
Just stop watching the other shows. <laughs> right. I was like, I was like, if you were to trade two hundred five live in NXT for Raw and SmackDown, how do you lose? You don't. Oh, you don't. Yeah, you don't. Because all you gotta do is watch the pay per views, and that's all that matters. Right. Dion says, "Debate what? Y'all turning heels on us?" <laughs> uh, uh, I'm man. just joking. It's all love, Dion. Um, yeah. So I went up four point seven five. I, I do think it's one of the best matches in NXT history. Um, uh, before that, what was it? Was the uh, semi-main event the Extreme Rules match ah, between right. Adam Cole, baby? I thought, I thought it wasn't supposed to be Extreme Rules match. It was supposed to be a Philadelphia street fight, quote unquote. No, no, it was Extreme Rules. Just that it wasn't based because they were in Philadelphia. Because ECW is a thing of the past. Yet they had right. Paul Heyman opening up the promo with the opening promo. All right. So, like, I think they did a lot of. Risky, dangerous, hard-hitting stuff, but it was not like a war to me, and it, and it didn't yeah, also it, it didn't feel like, like it, epic. It was like they were trying too hard. Right. Well, there's a lot of downtime in that match, and I, hey, I'm not like uh, I don't know. You know, if it was me and I was taking those bumps, I'm sure I'd be wanting a lot of like downtime too. Uh-huh. So I mean, I'm not knocking them, but it, the timing of the match was a little slow. Then you also had the cut on uh, Adam Cole's. Um, Seems like it threw things dude, off a little that bit. That bothered yeah. me. I don't know why. Like seeing someone cutting their forehead doesn't bother me, but seeing because <laughs> you guys know I'm all about juicing. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's a blade mark. There was no blade. That's why Josh didn't uh, understand. Right. I see his like finger all like his finger mangled, and I'm like, Ugh. I just think about myself. And like if I cut myself like cutting vegetables, I'd be like, uh, you like, like want to die. I like right. get, bro. I, I get like queasy and I like start passing out and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, yeah. uh, but I thought I thought it was the, both guys work hard. Um, I'm not gonna take it away from them in that sense. It wasn't a bad match at it all. It wasn't a bad match at all. In fact, it was a good match. It was very good. Yeah, but I feel like I saw a superior version of this match just like a couple weeks ago. A way superior version. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know what I gave this. It might have been three and a half. I might have like, said it was like three and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um. Match before that. It, actually, I wanted to say it was really funny when uh, Undisputed Eric came out and they're all taped up like to the gills. Like. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you gave, you gave it three and three a half. Three and a half, okay, yeah. yeah. So, Shayna Baszler and Ember Moon. Ember Moon has sparked a lot of controversy in the group as of late, and it seemed like it just kind of came out of nowhere for her. Like, people just started coming for her. But I feel like the writing has been on the wall for her for that. Right. Here's the thing. Here's my issue with Ember Moon. So she's supposed to be like this, like mythical kind of character. Like she's from parts unknown. She's supposed to be like kind of like from parts unknown, like kind of the same realm of like Undertaker and like Boogeyman, weirdos like type characters, right? Papa Shango, Papa Shango, yeah. And then you know when she's wrestling, she's in this Ember Moon character. Right. When when her when the music hits, you can feel it. Like it looks raw. And then when she's backstage promos or anything else. It's like she's just Athena again. Like, she's like a regular old, like... You know how they should be handling her? They should be handling her just like Aleister Black. Exactly. Or they could do it like Baylor. Or Balor. Finn Balor, yeah. They could be like, you know, that's her alter ego. Which, mm. you know what I mean? It's, but they don't. They portray it like she's the same person all the time. Right. I mean, she should not be seen at the PC just like chilling, like, <laughs> rolling around with Jesse and stuff. Like, no, nah, man. She's supposed to be like... This outer world, you know, like moon child kind of thing, and I don't think she gets the character. I don't think the creative team really gets the character, and so like 
just comes off pretty corny at times. Yeah. Earlier, Jeremy said that she's like evil from New Japan. She doesn't get her gimmick. Right. Evil's <laughs> out here like trying to cut promos like The Rock and doesn't realize he's supposed to be like The Undertaker. Yeah. So what do we think of the match? I loved it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was very good. I loved it. But you know, there's people that I could understand why they might not like it because everything they did was very basic. Very, very simple stuff. But you know... I'm a big fan of World of Sport, and you always see people that uh, see like certain wrestlers like Zack Sabre, they're like, that's World of Sport. That's... Bro, everything that Shayna Baszler, and it's not, but everything Baz- uh, Shayna Baszler was doing tonight, or Shayna Baszler, that was World of Sport style. Mm-hmm. All that arm work, that net, like, because Rich, you don't like body part matches. Correct, and I like this one. <laughs> yeah, because everything she did looked so vicious. They remind me of... I was Jack- like, oddly compelling, like... The whole thing. If you watch Gentleman Jim Breaks from like 1982 and like 83, the stuff she was doing to her arms, that's the same stuff. I feel like she went and watched a bunch of World of Sport and just like learned all these arm techniques because that's not MMA. That's British like Word. pro wrestling. Mm. Is nasty. The stuff she was doing was so nasty. Bro, she's so believable and dangerous and just brings like a different feel to everything she does. Like she walks a certain way and it's just like... Yo, she, Dude, she's I not here know. for anybody in the audience. She's here to choke you out. She lost the match, but it feels like she still won. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was really thinking they were going to, you know. I thought they were going to put the title on her. Same here, man. I want, and, and, I, and I think it might be a mistake that they didn't. I wanted them to put the title on her, man. She busted on the scene on NXT TV. Uh, you know, as Granny Alvarez said, she's a bully. I don't yeah. like her. <laughs> Came out here, so I started choking people out. Stretchy, man. <laughs> <laughs> James said he never sensed that with Ember. Just thought of her as a weirdo with contacts. That yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. That's what it comes off as. She, uh, she's not supposed to be a weirdo with contacts. Yeah, it's. it's I don't know. Weird. What, I, at this point, I don't know what she's supposed to be. I remember the first time I saw her. I just thought she was like supposed to be like a dark character. That's what something. I thought. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But I thought the match was, like, very well done. Shayna Baszler has, like, her own style that isn't necessarily like any of the other women's. It didn't feel like any other uh, NXT women's title match that we've ever seen. Because most of the time it's just, like, to me it's like an athletic exhibition. They may throw in some body part stuff. But they're definitely, like, going for all the false finishes and everything like that. It had some Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, the first match type feel to it. Like, Like, she's dangerous. Right. Um... One thing we were talking about the storyline uh, coming in, and I said that Ember Moon's a stupid babyface because she gave her a title shot without even having to earn it, and I was like, "Yeah, that's some Sting 1990s stuff." <laughs> <laughs> and, and I responded, "I was like, you should never ever book your babyface champion like Sting ever." <laughs> right. Um, James says you you can be basic when you're believable as a badass. Shayna's that, Brock's been that, and Rousey can be that. Yo, know, right now. If Rousey wrestled Baszler based off how Baszler just came off, I know in a real fight, of course, Ronda's going to destroy her. Mm-hmm. But I take Baszler in the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> That's how believable she is. Like, she comes off like... like she she's, knows what she's doing. Yeah. I feel like she's going to be such a big star. So do you think they run it back in New Orleans? Oh, yes. Yeah, she, she's definitely got... It can be either... Um, it can be either... New Orleans, or Shayna could fuck around and win that shit on TV. Right, like, because I was thinking that they were going to do Shayna and Kyrie saying rematch uh-huh. in New Orleans. Though so I thought Shayna was going to win Maybe it's here, a three-way. And then we throw Kyrie Sane in there. We need to get this... I think they do a three-way. We need to get this tag team of Shayna Baszler and... Uh, oh, freak, I'm messing it up. What's his name from... Uh, who's the MMA... 
Matt Riddle. Oh. Jay Diddler, Matt Riddle. For, for in the Mix Match Challenge 2. Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and everybody has to decide their own finishes. You call, you call them the straight shooters. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Michael Grimes says, James, I feel like you get mad critical of everyone. I don't know. I, I don't think I know anyone you actually like. James is a big fan of, of, of baby faces. He likes Sting. He likes Sting. He loves Bailey. Bailey, Gargano. He likes Roman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would say so. I wouldn't say that James is critical of everybody, but I think, like, WWE's kind of... He likes Okada? Yeah, he likes, right. he likes Okada a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Simon says, fuck out of here with that Rousey talk, James, LOL. Hey, I mean... She's my pick to win the Rumble tomorrow. She's also my pick, too. Oh, man. She ain't coming to do no job. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm hoping she sticks to her word and that she's out the country. She's not. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a work. We're getting work, man. We're getting work. Oh, man. Uh, so the second match of the night, uh, Velveteen Dream and Cassie Sono. Um, there were a few miscommunications in this match, to say the least. Uh, but aside from the match... I think you have to look at it as another... Storytelling match? Uh, no, as another match for the Velveteen Dream to establish real estate as being the next big star in NXT because people just love this guy. Dude, Bro, he's hot as a sun right He's so right now. hot right now. Dude, so Cassius Ono, even though he hasn't really you know, done anything substantial in NXT, it wasn't like this was an NXT crowd coming out to watch him. If you listen to this crowd, they were throwing up two sweets all night. They were throwing up. This was a, this One was a smarky, smart, smarky, crowd. smart crowd. And guess what? They love Chris Hero. Yeah. Like they, this is a Ring of Honor crowd. This is a Ring of Honor crowd. They're not going to boo Hero. But guess what? They did not cheer Hero tonight. That's how hot Dream is. Yep. Dream is so hot that that Philadelphia crowd was t- was just all in. All, all in on him tonight. Right. And it wasn't because they don't like Hero. Yeah, it's just that's how hot. And, Dream and I is. thought, and I thought it was an odd dynamic. It was like I didn't think Ono could be an effective babyface because uh, Velveteen Dream was just so like everything he does is just so over. Like yeah. with the um, with the hair, with the outfit, with the whole knockout thing. This guy is a fucking superstar, and I I just think he it's a matter of time before he's wearing a belt in either NXT or. On the main roster as a world champion one day. Yeah, I commented. I was like, put the belt on this guy immediately. And like. let him beat everybody. <laughs> but with the whole story of, of how Cassius Ono is supposed to be this knockout artist and how how fast did Dream say he's going to be able to knock him out? Like 30, 30 seconds. seconds. 30 seconds, yeah. So when he came out wearing the boxing gear, I was like, this man's on a different level. Yes. Like, I don't know, man. It just reminds me of Sean in 92, like on his first heel run. Coming out with like Sherry and like the mirrors and just just extra stuff just to, so uh, extra. to help him, yeah, like to enhance him. Yeah, yeah. Whoever's like um, helping him with like designing his whole like gimmick right now, they're doing an awesome job. And I just hope that it translates to the main roster because that's always my biggest fear with um, NXT. And this is the biggest win of Dream's career. My my thing. This is something I said tonight. I've never heard anybody else say this, but it was just like this analogy that popped in my head. And for those of you listening that are like TV junkies or really like TV shows, I know James Boyd is actually a bigger one than I am, even. But to me, Velveteen Dream is WWE's version of Stranger Things. Stranger Things was like it's this you know amalgam of all these different pop culture like references and TV shows and movies from the '80s and you know all that and. 
you combine them to create this amazing show that that's its own thing that also came out of nowhere and became this huge hit. To me, that's what Dream is. Because Dream came from out of nowhere. And when he first was in NXT, people were clowning this dude. Yep. They thought he was going to be nothing. <laughs> and then when I see him perform, I'm like, I see Ali. I see Rick Rude. I see Sean. I see Macho. I see like all these different influences. It's like a big gumbo. Yeah, Prince, obviously. Yep. And then... You mix it all together and you get this incredible superstar who's like a mishmash of all these old references, but he's his own thing. And the guy's like an encyclopedia and a real student of the game. Yeah. Like, like if you want to give somebody the game nickname for this era, like this <laughs> guy, <laughs> this guy's a mark like us. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, oh. dude, we're talking a lot about Team, but I just want to give um, Cassius Ono some praise. This guy is one of the best workers in the world right now, and I think he's highly underrated and uh, gets a lot of disrespect from some of the people who do not know his past work and know what he can truly do. Um, they took him off of one of the best, like, uh, what year was it? Was it 20... It was last year. Or yeah. 2016 was the year. Yeah, 2016. He... This guy was so hot on the indies on in all these promotions and shows where you couldn't watch him. We didn't have all these streaming services we have in 2018 now. Mm-hmm. So to watch his stuff and evolve and to watch his stuff overseas and all that, you couldn't really get to it unless you knew how. Uh-huh. And he could have been wrestler of the year that year. The same year AJ was, the same year Tanahashi and Nakamura and all these dudes were like killing it. Mm-hmm. He was right in that conversation. So like anyone who doesn't hasn't seen his work and all they've seen of him is NXT, they don't they don't know. They don't get it. And I think he I mean he kinda has his role right now. He's a veteran guy that's kind of there to help put the younger guys over. Um, but I think he could do so much more and I think um, he could be utilized well on the main roster. I don't know if Vince would get him or know what to really do with him. I think you use him as like like one brand has Kevin Owens, the other one has uh, Cassius Ono, right. and you turn him heel, and you let like your uh, your baby faces that you want to come up fight with that guy. Like I think a Roman Reigns and uh, Hero Few would be really good because you can play off the real life nature of like, right, that, yo, that I replaced a, you, I took your spot or right, whatever, that, and, and you know something like that. I think that would be interesting. That was a built in feud. I mean that that's that's what they should have done from the jump. Have Ono come back on the main roster and like call out Reigns like I'm here for my spot back. Right. The, the thing with Ono is I don't know that like, you took everything away from me. Like you, you can be like vague in those terms where it's not like yeah it completely exposing the business right. or whatever. Like, right. like I know like you know why I'm here. Like, you, you know, like that Scott Hall. You know why I'm here. You know why. You know who I am. But you don't know why I'm here. Like, I don't know. I feel like at that point they'd have to tell the story because I don't feel like people would know enough. You know what I mean? Like, not enough of them. People like, will figure it out. No, regular fans won't figure it out. Regular fan, regular WWE fans do not know what's going on. Like yeah, with that sort true. of stuff. But uh, with that being said, I don't know that we'll ever see him make it to the main roster. But either way. It doesn't matter how bad they book him or what they do. He's such a talented worker, and so he has so much real estate on the indies that he's got a job for life on the indies. And he's going to he's gonna draw. He's going to make money. The only reason that WWE really brought him in, it wasn't to be a utility player. It was to cool him down mm-hmm. to get him under. Because he was, was this he was match good, was How good was this match tonight? It, it, it started off really, really good. Got slower, and then there, and was, there was some a few, few hiccups. Yeah, and then the finish was great. Big win for Velveteen Dream. I don't know if the mistakes were because Velveteen's inexperienced or because of uh, 
Cassie Sono's like uh, like you know he's overweight and kind of out of shape right now. I don't know which one it was, mm-hmm. or maybe it was just miscommunication on both their parts. But there was like several botches, and once they started, they just kept coming. But the, that finish with that elbow drop was from the post. From yeah, the that, post, was, that, that was. I never seen anyone do that, so that was really really <laughs> awesome. Then we had the opener uh, before that. That was between AOP and what looks to be their farewell against the Undisputed Era. Uh, guys, I'm going to throw it to you on this one because I had a kind of a hard time getting into this match, and I was just was kind of just watching it. It was really good. I mean, it's basic storytelling. You have two smaller guys that are the heels, two bigger guys with baby face. you got to chop them down. I know you hate the body part I matches. think that's why I had, I had trouble getting into it. Right? Yeah, to chop them down. I know you hate the body part matches, but, I mean, logically that makes sense. I'm a smaller guy. I'm fighting a bigger guy. I have to chop him down. I have to take his legs out and try to submit him before he overpowers me and with his throws and strikes. And, um... People who've watched Red Dragon and like Ring of Honor, New Japan, you know these guys incorporate MMA into their style, and they kind of do like this shoot-based kind of wrestling. Especially O'Reilly. Right. So it kind of made sense with their style to incorporate all these like MMA holes, the knee bars and like, the arm bars and stuff that they were doing, and a lot of the heavy like knee strikes and elbow strikes. I thought this story was very logical, made a lot of sense. The reversals were done really well. There was just there was a great flow and chemistry between these two teams. I'm a kind of uh, sad to see AOP go at this point um, because I feel like they have they can have more matches like this. I thought it was a really 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 good match, and um, once they got past the whole, you know what they do in WWE with the shine and then the heat and then the hot tag and all that. Once they got past that and they started getting into the sequences at the end mm-hmm. uh, where it. It just started breaking out and it got wild. That's when the match really elevated because mm-hmm. it went outside that standard formula. And then that surprise finish at the end made sense because it kept AOP strong because they really just they were dominating the match and then they just got rolled up and the freaking heels got a sneak win out of nowhere. They survived them again. You know? Right. Barely, yeah. Barely. AOP, so they should be headed to the main roster now, right? They probably are. Yeah. Well, I guess so. We'll can see we, what happens. Can, can we evaluate, the, if this was the end, can we evaluate their run now? Like, I, I think it's a good time we can, like, look at them and and, and give them their, their props. Because when they first came on the scene, they were green as grass. Right. And they were the the other team. They were the Dudley boys of the <laughs> um, of the DIY and uh, the Revival you mean, uh, like, deal. they're the most dominant tag team of... Man, they weren't Edge and Christian, they weren't the Hardys. <laughs> I know that. L- listen, let's be honest here. Edge and Christian and the Hardys are not as good of tag teams as the Dudley boys. They're not. They're Bro. not. Historically speaking, they're just not. Bro, the Dudleys haven't done anything but win, but be booked to win a bunch of championships. Yeah, because they're better tag teams than those two Bro. tag teams. I, I, look, <laughs> I, I, I do not agree. Like, like they're the other other team in, in WWE lore. This is not about ECW. Just this is not about TNA. Just because they weren't jumping off the ladders as much. They weren't doing flips. They weren't doing. They weren't doing none of the hot stuff. They, they, they were going. They were getting landed on. Like, I ain't nothing impressive about that. I bet you anything I could find more better straight tag team matches with the Dudleys than I ever could of Edge and Christian and the Hardys. Not involving a ladder. I guarantee you I could. 
I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. I don't know because I know you don't know. I, but like, I know. I, 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 I ain't never seen a great Dudley Boys tag team match ever. Have you ever seen a great Edge and Christian tag team match or a great I feel Hardy's like, tag team no, match? No, that was that was the the wave back then. Straight tag team match. I don't even know if they had those back then. Exactly. But neither did the Dudleys. Yeah, they, they were did. always falling through yeah, tables. They, they've had so many. Their whole gimmick is about getting, going, hey, you go get the big black guy. You go get the tables. <laughs> like, that's the whole thing. Like, that's what that, when they brought their old ass out on Raw 25, what did they do? They, they put someone through a table. Like, but I, I'm sorry. I got kind of agree with Josh on this. I feel like the Dudleys do, have had more straight tag team matches. Especially in WWE. Honestly, they really didn't start doing the table stuff until a little bit later. I felt like they had more straight stuff with like APA and like some of these other teams like Crash and Hardcore. That sounds awful to watch. <laughs> it was the APA, the APA versus was versus the Dudleys. That sounds terrible. APA was out there shooting on them, bro. If this was if this was like two, if you dropped those teams in 2017 <laughs> New Japan and say, "Yo, you guys are the Gaijin tag team," well, I feel like we would fall asleep on them during Wrestle no, Kingdom. No, like, no way. <laughs> APA in New Japan would, would be, be awesome. Would be one of the greatest tag teams that have ever happened. I don't know, bro. APA? Oh, Dude, no. Brad no, Dude, the Dudleys. <laughs> oh no, not APA. <laughs> the Dudleys. <laughs> the Dudleys were in Japan and they did great. Bro, I don't, I don't know, bro. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to see for my uh, for myself. <laughs> but but that's what I was saying about AOP. Yeah. The, like I think those guys came a lot. Like they they came very far in a short amount of time. When I first started seeing them wrestle, I saw uh, like a live match with them and uh, what are they? Uh, TMDK. What are they called? Oh, the TM sixty one. TM sixty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, these guys are great. And everyone else was like, they suck. And I was like, no, no, AOP are really good. I saw them live. They're really good. But I wasn't watching NXT live like everybody else. And uh, but from like their first takeover appearance to like now. I mean, they've really, really, really improved. I think one of the the first breakout matches was the uh, the scaffold match that they had of TM six one. They had a scaffold match. You're right. Wasn't that that? Wasn't that the scaffold match thing? They had the joint uh, with the with oh, the uh, shark cage. That's what I meant. Shark-Kate. I was like, they did not have a scaffold. That's match. That's what I meant. Shark cage. Paul Elring was in the shark cage. That's what I meant. My bad. That match was good. Yeah, that was like one of their first like breakout matches. Then uh, last year at, t- at WrestleMania. They had that. Uh, I don't remember. I wasn't there, but it was the the six man or the three yeah, tag. Yeah, and, and they eliminated uh, DIY first, which was like weird. But and I, and they got a lot of heat. But um, I, I think those guys definitely um, they earned a lot. You know, from where they started, they were big lugs. They put Paul Ellering with them. I think is the best uh, tag team that Paul Ellering has ever managed. Yours. Um, See, you guys think we all get along because we're all friends, but we have very different opinions. <laughs> the Legion of Doom is the greatest tag team that has ever yeah, existed. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. The Legion of Doom ain't better than the Young Bucks. Yeah, they are. The Legion of Doom ain't better than the Usos. The elite. <laughs> they ain't better than the bar, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you ever, uh, you guys ever like played Monopoly and you get pissed because you're losing? So you want to flip over the? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to shut the podcast. Down. Hey, here's the thing. I, I actually like the Road Warriors. I'm, no, listen, I'm ready to shut the podcast down, kick everybody out. Yes, yes. 
You guys are in a strong style studio. Yes. So you guys need to respect this place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I actually like the Road Warriors. I loved them as a kid. I thought they were like a great tag team for that for that era. This is a this is a. Hey, man, I like the Steiner brothers better than the Road Warriors. I so. love I love the Steiner brothers. Uh, yeah, I love Steiners too. Harlem Heat, all that. <laughs> Carl, he would have rolled where his ass. Either one of them better than Booger T? No. Like, <laughs> yes, I know he's carrying around Stevie Ray, but but that's okay. Yo, listen, I watched uh, I watched that video you sent up where Steve, sent us where he, where Stevie Ray said that he shot on Vader, and then I went and watched the match, and like I couldn't find it at all. <laughs> Bro, if y'all have not listened to Stevie Ray's podcast, absolutely hilarious. Just the way he like he describes it's all this so stuff. Funny. It's so that, funny. That man, pull a slapjack out on you. Yes, yes. <laughs> But um, yeah, I think that'll wrap up uh, our NXT Takeover review. Um, if you guys, the uh, James said, here goes Josh with this Road Warriors bullshit again. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. So uh, I guess we can get get the audio. I'll throw this up on YouTube and try to rip the audio from there and pop it up on the feed. But yeah, uh, make sure you guys check out all our shows. Uh, this was uh, pretty fun. Uh, I'm the host of One Nation Radio. This is Rich. You guys? Yeah, Jeremy, keeping it strong style. Catch us every Tuesday with a new episode. This coming up week, we'll be covering uh, the last two nights of Fantastica Mania and catching you up for all the latest news in New Japan. And there's a lot of news. Yeah. And there's so, been a lot. So get ready for another uh, jam-packed episode. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with One Nation Live uh, from the Wrestling Square Circle. We... Uh, May have a guest on. Uh, I'm trying to nail down times and all that, Ooh. but um, his falls through. I'll tell you guys off here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, make sure you guys keep checking out everything else on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Ricky and Clive show. What up to my boy Ricky? Dude, it's his I'm, birthday today. I'm a Ricky Mark. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I'm a Clive Mark. So fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you guys! Fuck you guys! It's just on to uh, the SMC podcast. Uh, where's Caleb, y'all? Yeah, with my boy, free Caleb. Free Caleb. <laughs> they got him locked up. Look, they locked him up. They threw him away. Yo, uh, they froze his contract. Yes, they froze this man's contract, <laughs> and, they, and they're not allowing Caleb to work. This is unbelievable. Kayfabe News just came out with a story like a few minutes ago. It's Vince McMahon, screw it. I'm relaunching the World Bodybuilding Federation. Why not? Why not? Right. I, I go pros next. Unbelievable. Y'all saw the banners. Right. He's ready. But I, um, I didn't see the banners because they were only on TV for like 20 minutes. Wow. <laughs> I think that's a good place to leave it. Thank you guys for listening. We up out of here. See you.